Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing tonight, bud? Doing great, man. And uh, man, I'm excited. Uh, we're just a you know a couple short weeks away from the NBA draft. You know, we've got three uh, bodies. You know, boys from the basketball team who one's probably going to be drafted in the first round in uh, Joshua Primo, which I hate to see, but you know he, he's going to be a stud. But we also got Herb and uh john petty as well so i'm excited to see where they end up i'm sure everybody else is as well yeah i think uh primo is probably one of the guys in the draft regardless of where they're coming from that has kind of rose the most through the draft process Mm -hmm. uh seeing him a lot late there in the first round teams like denver nuggets are are a team that could pick him there late in the first round uh he's a guy who is the youngest player that's in that's draft eligible. I don't know if you know that or not. So I did. <laughs> that, that's that's intriguing to teams. You're talking about a guy that's six foot six, impressive wingspan, was not really that much of a liability on the defensive end, uh, like most freshmen are. He's obviously a lights out shooter that he didn't really get to, you know, put on display a ton at Alabama in his freshman campaign, but he is a guy who has unlimited potential and that the NBA teams are going to love. And I'm excited to see where he goes in the draft alongside, you know, Herb and uh, JP as well. Absolutely. Herb uh, really intrigues me just because of his defensive skills. And, uh, you know, whoever picks him, it may be in the second, but they're going to get a strong defender, you know, especially for late in the games because, you know, usually late, in the games, you you put your best defensive guys out there. If you got a you've got a one two three point lead that you got to try to hold, so uh, it'd be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah, Herb will be a role player in the NBA, a, a guy that can close out games for you on the defensive end of the floor, whether it's drawing a charge, getting a steal, getting a block, getting out in transition. So uh, excited to see how his NBA career develops. Obviously, if he can develop a consistent outside shot. Uh, maybe he could improve his role on a team in the NBA. But really excited for him. Same thing with John Petty. He's going to be a role player, uh, but he's a guy I think will make a roster, and somewhere down the road you could start seeing make an impact on a team, you know, off the bench. And uh, it's just exciting seeing all these Alabama players in the NBA, man. Uh, yes. You know, when we were kids, it was really Antonio McDice, Gerald yep. Wallace. Mo Williams, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm sure everybody knows, but that's where my love for the Bobcats last Hornet started was when the Bobcats become a new franchise uh, expansion team, and they drafted Gerald Wallace. And ever since then, I've been a sad but very devoted <laughs> Hornets, you know, fan. But uh, yeah, that you know, there's been a lot of back in the day, a lot of talented guys. Um, like Robert Ori and from Alabama and stuff like, and some of the guys you mentioned, we also, um, the one here lately has been, uh, Jamaica green or yeah. Drunk yeah, green. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's probably the one mainstay besides Colin Setson, of course. And Kyle and, Lewis. Yeah. And Lewis now. So there's some guys from Alabama getting their shot. And with that loaded roster that Nate Oates is building, that's going to be a lot more in a few years too. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He's, he's building an un, unbelievable roster in Tuscaloosa right now. And, uh, you know, speaking of of the basketball team, uh, recruiting is heating up for next year's class. There's two kids at IMG who I think right now are Alabama leans, 
both are five stars. So uh, it's uh, it's just going to get better for us there in Tuscaloosa as long as Nate Oates is there and Brian Hodgson and Antoine Petway. Those those guys are grinding. Those guys are developing relationships with these recruits, and uh, it's it's amazing to see. Uh, it's it's been a long time coming for us Alabama basketball fans. Absolutely, and I have said it a hundred times: pay the man. It's time to give Nate Oates whatever he wants, give him blank check, give him a blueprint to make his own, you know, basketball arena. I know that's not going to happen, but we got we got to got to protect him because these blue bloods in a few years going to be coming after him hard. That's right, and uh, well, we can talk about that, oh. you know, on and on. But we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and dive into today's conversation. But first, we got to tell you about our friends at BetOnline.ag. Of course, the NBA Finals are, you know, they're right in the heat of things there. Game four is coming up soon. Uh, we're during in the MLB All-Star break. Uh, all sorts of things are going on right now. So before the next tip-off or first pitch, make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Sign up today and you receive a 50% welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag. All right, Jake, today's episode, we're going to have some fun. Uh, yes. we're, in, we're, we're in the dog days of summer. As we talked about pre-recording, uh, you know, not a whole lot of football news is going on right now. So we thought what we would do is today we're going to each give our top five favorite players of the Nick Saban era. That doesn't mean the best players. It's just our personal favorites of the Nick Saban era. Uh, Jake, I'm just going to throw out a name, and you tell me if he is in your top five. Now, now just uh, <laughs> full transparency here. We have have we have not made any notes on this. We have nope. not done any digging. We have not done any rational thinking. This is just all off the top of our heads. Five minutes Jake, ago. <laughs> five minutes. That's right. Five yeah. minutes ago. So, I think this guy has to be on there, Julio Jones. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's just start there. Let's just, we both agree that Julio's in our top five. We can decide where he's at on the list here in a minute. But let's just talk about what Julio has meant to what this Alabama football program is now today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he was the 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 first guy to come in and pretty much set the standard at wide receiver. You know, uh, he didn't win the Heisman, but he he paid the way for you know the Calvin Ridley's, the uh, uh, Mari Cooper's, the the Smitties, guys like that, Jalen Waddles, uh, and and that's why a lot of these wide receivers want to come to Alabama now is for what he started and and he was that pathway, and you can't never forget that you know what what he meant on the on the field. Yeah, and. And I think one part of what makes him so special and unique to us fans is that he's a he's an in-state kid. Yes. Uh, Nick Saban's recruiting map has expanded to not only uh, you know nationally, but now we've we've got a punter that's from Australia, so it's it's global now. So uh, so back in the early days, it was important to keep those home kids home. Right. And Julio Jones was recruited by everybody in the country, and and getting him to stay in state, come to Alabama. And be a part of that rebuild uh, was, like you said, it was kind of part of the foundation of what this program is today. So uh, I, I think it's a no-brainer that Julio is there in the top five. Yeah, absolutely. That that I would have him probably at 
Uh, probably number two or three on my list. Yeah, I, I think I think he's probably number two on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 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 between him and somebody else for number one. You throw out a name, Jake, and I'm going to see if I agree with it, <laughs> if if he's on my list or not. He's probably not on your list, but he's on my list just for what he did in his pretty much one season of being the guy at Alabama, and that's Blake Sims. I will never forget what what he did that season. And, I mean, that season where he was the guy, uh, 3,487 yards uh, passing, 28 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Now, it didn't end the way we would a lot, you know, by that loss to, to Ohio State. But, you know, he, he was just a – he could become a fan favorite. And, you know, a lot of people that spring, that's when we got uh, Jake Coker come in and everybody's like, man, Jake Coker's going to, going to run away with it. But Blake Sims hunkered down, took charge of that QB role, and he, he led the way that season for, for Alabama. Of course, we had one of the best minds ever, you know, teaching him and, and Lane Kiffin too. So, but I'll never forget. He's not number five on the list just because – of what he did that one year he had. Yeah, he's he's honorable mention. He's probably yeah. the sixth guy for me. But you, do you remember the spring game before the year that he was a starter? He went like two of 14 oh, or two of 15. Yes. Yeah. We <laughs> everybody, was like, oh. <laughs> everybody was panicking. Yeah, they were. But he, but he led right. the charge. You're right, man. He and, and what I like most is he stuck around. Uh, he kind of – flip-flopped on positions his entire career at Alabama, you know, got situated there at quarterback his senior season and, and, and you know, took us to the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. uh, can't say enough great things about Blake. And, of course, he's in this other football league now where he scored yep. a few touchdowns in his first game and uh, just kind of wild to see that so many years after his playing career at Alabama has ended. But, obviously, we wish Blake nothing but the best and appreciate – you know, how he represented the University of Alabama. Absolutely. All right. I, here's another guy, and you just you just talked about him briefly, Jake Coker. Mm-hmm. He's number five yeah. on my list. Dude, it's Jake good. Coker, man. I, my One of my favorite plays ever is the run against Texas A&M. It wasn't, oh, even, yeah. a, <laughs> yeah. dude, it wasn't even a big gain. It wasn't – I mean, it just, just the way he – he didn't give up, man. That play and the the play where he avoided the the sack against Auburn, yes, and threw the touchdown past our Darius Stewart, yes, man. That those plays just stick out. And uh, of course, he in his season as a starter, he did, you know, lead us to a championship. Of course, that was really behind Derek Henry in his Heisman Trophy season at running back. So, uh, but but Jake Coker to me is on my list. He gets a championship. Uh, so that that puts him just slightly ahead of Blake Sims for me. Yeah, Jake uh, is is another good one, man. And you you touched on it. I will never forget that. You know uh, the the run I call it the rundown where, where he got away from that sack against Auburn and then somehow kept his composure and found Ardair Stewart in the back of the end zone. And I will never forget that man. And and he he was an incredible quarterback for us. You know, so I'm glad he finally got that uh, got that recognition. I was at the game uh, when he come in against Ole Miss. You know, when when they beat us at home, uh, me and my wife were actually there. And um, when he come in that second half, 
offense started started moving a little bit, and I mean, just crap luck, you know, the freaking tip balls that, that Ole Miss scored a touchdown on. You know, how how many crazy plays has Alabama lost to Auburn's, the Ole Miss, and stuff like that? Just stupid crap that just happens. You know, it's it's ridiculous. But I'll, I'll never forget that. But he come in and and the offense started clicking in that game. Yeah, in the yeah. second half. Yeah, what was what was the receiver's name? Uh, the the white guy we had that year, Richard Mullaney. Uh, yeah, Richard, Richard Mullaney. Mullaney. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why he just randomly popped in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, all right. So 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 far we have we've we've talked about three guys: Blake Sims, Jake Coker, and Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't even talked about a Heisman Trophy winner yet, and we've had three. I know. Uh, do, are any of the Heisman Trophy winners on your list? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Okay. Derrick Henry's one of my favorite running backs still. Uh, not only because I'm a Titans fan, but I mean, a, a guy that size should not be able to move like that. No. And 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 I watched some of his highlights from last year, um, and and it's still even when he was Alabama even. Still today, it's like I mean he's getting older, but he still hasn't lost any of his speed. And and a corner cannot catch him. That is what's mm-hmm. amazing. Once he gets on the edge, and he, it's like an, I mean two hundred and what thirty forty pounds, and he can outrun corners and safeties. That's incredible. I mean a guy that size, I I, I guarantee if it was like a you know a freight train hitting you when he hit, you know he loads <laughs> his shoulder on you. I, I'm glad I ain't got to go up against him. Yeah, Henry is uh, number four on my list. So I have I have uh, Jake Coker at five, Derek Henry at four, and it's for all the reasons that you mentioned, man. Just a just a hoss, man. Right. I, re- I really wish, and he kind of come out. Uh, I believe it was AJ's last game against mm-hmm. Oklahoma. We kind of started feeding him the ball there in the second half of that. Of that was the Sugar Bowl, I believe. I think so. Yeah, and he uh, he just kind of went to. He he took that Oklahoma defense to school in that game, and uh, you started to see what type of player he could possibly become. And uh, you know, now look at him; he's arguably the best running back in all of the, in, in the whole world. I mean, think about yeah. that he he's arguably the best running back in the entire universe at this moment. So pretty much, uh, yeah. Uh, I know I would not want to try to tackle that dude. <laughs> I mean, you got to go low on him if you can, you know, knock down them tree trunks of legs he's got. You know. <laughs> My, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, I have uh, Jake Coker at five, Derek Henry at four, and I've got Julio. I'm gonna put him at one. He's he's my favorite man. When I think of when I think of Nick Saban and Alabama football, I think of Julio Jones. So he's he's number one for me. So I have two and three open. Where are you at right now on your list? I've got uh, Derek Henry at two. And uh, Blake Sims at five. And um, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my number one guy. Okay. Just for the fact, and it was the guy last year, Landon Dickerson. I will never never forget, you know, that moment, you know, in the the Florida game where, you know, that awful play happened where I I still don't know if it was a cheap shot. I'm not going to say it was. It, from the one camera angle we saw, it kind of did look like it. But I'm not going to get on here and, and say it was. It was just a freak accident. Part of football, it happens. 
and, and every player on that sideline when they was loading him on the cart came on the field, gave him high fives, gave him hugs. I mean, there wasn't any, there wasn't any, you know, there wasn't a, wasn't a dry eye on that sideline when that happened. And then we get to the championship game, and he comes in for the last snap. Man. I, I broke down. I'll be honest. I, 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 I cried. I'm like, grown man ain't supposed to cry, but here is a special moment. And just the way he, he carries himself. I mean, he you tell he loves the Alabama faithful. He loves Alabama, you know. And, and I think he's going to be a great um, ambassador for the program in the NFL, too. Yeah, uh, Landon has to be on the list, in, in my opinion. Oh, you're not a true Alabama football fan. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, yeah. he's, at, he's at number three for me. And, and it's like – it's for all the reasons you said, the way he carries himself, you know, the way he left it all on the field. Uh, that, that Like you said, that moment at the end of the championship game when he gets to take a couple snaps there, carries Nick Saban off the field. You know, that's that's what college football is about. I hope we never lose that. Right. I hope – I hope that part of the game stays, uh, you know, with all the changes that are going on in college football right now, I hope that part never changes. And that's what is unique about college football is players like Landon Dickerson. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's just how it is. And uh, he's, he's going to go down in, in Crimson Tide history. And uh, you know, he's, he's, he's loved by all the Crimson Tide faithful. And uh, we certainly love him here at the Tide Talk podcast. That's Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, 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 so Jake has Lander Dickerson at one. Julio two, and no, Blake, Derek, no, no Derek Harrington two. Yep. And uh, Julio's three for me. I forgot to okay. say that. And um, Blake Sims at uh, five. So you still have number four open, mm-hmm. and I have number two open. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my number two to complete my list. Number two for me is Jonathan Allen. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I sack. <laughs> dude, no, not just that play. He, yeah. he, he quite possibly has the greatest quote of all time for Alabama football. The, the after the Michigan State game, when Alabama blows out Michigan State, the reporter asks him, you know, teams don't blow out other teams like this in the in the college football playoff, and he says Alabama does. <laughs> I mean, I mean, love it. That that yeah. puts you in a list right there. I don't even care how you performed on the field, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could make the argument he's the best defensive lineman of the Nick Saban era. Yeah, uh, just a just a stud. He's he's a stud in the NFL as well. Uh, the Superman sack against uh, Texas A and M is is a play that sticks out. But just his consistency on the field, Jake. Uh, he he's, his motor was always running, much like Landon. He just kind of left it all on the field. Uh, didn't take no crap. Right. <laughs> just, uh, just, uh, just always made plays for Alabama, and uh, that that puts him at number two for me. So my list is Julio one, Jonathan Allen two, Derek Henry three. Uh, who did I say was it four? No, Lander Dickinson at three, Derek yeah. Henry at four, yeah. and Jake Coker at five. Yeah, and I'm fixing to uh, complete my list. My number four favorite. Uh, is also a defensive guy, uh, defense, and he was a nose guard, defense tackle, Quentin Williams. You talking yeah. about? You talking about somebody who had some funny quotes? You never, you know, uh, when they was interviewing him, and they was asking about Kyle, you know, Kyle Murray, 
you know, I'll never forget it. Well, Calmer is not whatever. I, uh, huh? <laughs> I, I'm good, you know. <laughs> and then there's another interview where he, he just sneezes in the middle of it. He's like, excuse me, bless me. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> he was so funny. But <laughs> Dude, I laugh about that every time I, I see that. I know. He, sne- he sneezes, says excuse me, then says yeah. bless you all in one breath. I know. It is and so then funny. thank you at the end. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he he was a funny guy, but but on the football field, man, he, w- he was an absolute monster as well. Uh, he was and a wrecking ball in the middle. He was. I mean, I remember late in the in the season that uh, his uh, I think he he left his junior, didn't he? So his uh, his junior year, they was having a double double team. And he was still getting to the back. Yeah. You know, he kind of reminded me of of uh, Mount Cody. He wasn't as big, but Mount Cody got a lot of double teams in his career at Alabama, and he still got to the into the backfield. So he kind of reminded me a little bit of him. Uh, Unfortunately, Williams had some injury problems here in the NFL. I hope he gets that better, and I hope to God they get him off the Jets. I'm sorry, but yeah. they're they're the Jets are an awful franchise right now. I don't I don't know. They got you know Barkley if he can stay healthy too. Maybe their no, offense he's, getting, he's with is, the Giants. He's that's the Giants. right, he is with the Giants. Yeah. So he's on the other New York team. Yeah. <laughs> who did who did the who did the Jets get the Jets? The Jets just drafted Zach Wilson as a quarterback. I, I know. I thought they had a good running back too. I, I can't remember. They had Bell, didn't they? Le'Veon Bell. Did he yeah, go? but he's he's washed. Yeah, he is he's now. Washed. Yeah, that's who. Okay, yeah. So you know, so I just yeah. I you need you need to stick with that original statement. He needs to get out of New York as fast. <laughs> as he can. I know. It. Yeah, but um, I, I was going to tell you another thing. Um, since you you had an honorable mention of one of my guys, which Blake sends, I'm going to give you. My honorable mention, and it's another guy who had a famous quote, and as somebody that you also think about, you'll never a guy you'll never forget in the Saban era, and that is Tony Brown. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy Be- Tony Brown, exactly. Because Hunter Renfro lied. Yes, and that's all I need to say. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. <laughs> Tony, but Tony, Tony Brown was an amazing player too, so he's my he's in my honorable mention. Dude, I almost feel ashamed that we didn't mention guys like Devontae Smith. Dude, I mean, uh, uh, Rolando McClain, Dante oh, Hightower, yeah. Marcel Darius, Minka Fitzpatrick, Drake Kirkpatrick, Landon Collins, uh, Landon I mean, Collins. I can, mean, the list goes on and on. Picking five is almost impossible. And uh, I, if you ask me tomorrow, I may have a different five. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, picking 10 would be impossible. You know, yeah. impossible, I think. That yeah. just shows you how much talent has come through Alabama in the last 10, 12 years. And it's ridiculous, it, man. It, it is. I mean, I, I could sit here and talk all day about one single player, you know, but, and, and I mean, there, there's some guys that on this team this year that, that may jump up there. I love Malachi Moore. I love Will Anderson, you know, uh, Christian Harris. There's a lot of guys that, that I like on defensively, and there's a lot of guys offensively a lot too. So they may make, make it uh, eventually. But, you know, there's just so many guys to choose. It's hard to. Yeah. It really is. It's impossible to pick through all the – I mean, when you talk about a program that's had the arguably the top class in recruiting the past decade. Right. I mean, it's just – there's over 50 guys in the NFL right now. Yeah. I mean, so it's just – it's impossible to pick. 
Uh, and like I said, I, I would probably have a different five tomorrow if you were to ask me because it would just be the first five players that popped in my head, and it may not be the right. same five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here's here's a good thing. This was pretty much our favorite top yeah, five. Just, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to redo our list that we had a few years ago of the best players at each position at yeah. Alabama. So it's a little bit different. These are our five favorite, you know, with – you know, just just a fun top deal, but when it when it comes to get serious about each position, you know, they we'll we'll have them guys in in our list because I mean they're all time great players at Alabama. Yeah, and and real quick, guys, jump in the comments below and give us your top five favorite players of the Saban era. Yes, and it, I guess it don't have to be the Saban era. That's what we chose. You can choose all time, or mm-hmm. maybe if you're if you're an old timer, if you want to do the Bear Bryant era. Uh, if uh, you got issues, you can do the Mike DeBose era. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or the Mike Shula era. Uh, but you can anyway, do my prize era. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, get in the comments below. Give us your top five players of the Saban era and uh, just kind of see where that compares to, to mine and Jake's. And uh, we would certainly appreciate that. Absolutely. And, you know, so uh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it was just off the wall, like you said, you mentioned in the beginning. You know, we, we <laughs> talked about it five minutes. said, okay, we can hit record. Yep, that's exactly right. We, <laughs> so. You know, we, we want to keep it. Obviously, we want to entertain everybody that, that listens to us or watches us on YouTube. But we also want to have fun with each other. I right. mean, it's just that, God, that sounded horrible. <laughs> uh, can, can you delete that part out of that? <laughs> you know, that's, that's, going, straight, that's oh, going straight on the air. We, but, we you might know, it, have, you two <laughs> might, might cut us for that. <laughs> yeah, they may censor us for that few seconds. But in all seriousness, though, we just want to have some fun. I mean, this is what it's all about. Uh, we love getting together and talking about Alabama, and uh, we enjoy everybody that gives us a listen and you know, kind of interacts with us on Twitter. And you can stay below where you can follow each of us on Twitter. And of course, you can follow our podcast on Twitter at Tide Talk Pod. Uh, another shout out to betonline.ag. Make sure you head over there today, receive that 50% welcome bonus, and get that bet in before the next game of the NBA Finals. Uh, Jake, real quick, who do you think is going to win the finals? Uh, I got the Suns and Six. Oh, man. That's, you stole my thunder. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 like, I like Giannis. I'm not yeah. going to attempt to say his last name because I will butcher. Yeah. But, I, but I, I mean, Milton's had a pretty good – Playoff, but that that Suns team has got a lot of talent with Aiden and Booker and Paul. I mean, there's a lot of lot of good stuff on that team as well. And they're playing really lights out right now. I, I just want Chris Paul to get him a championship. Yes, yes. I mean, he's he's one of the better point guards of all time, and he really needs him a championship. So that that's 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 who I'm rooting for, and that's who I mm-hmm. hope wins. And I'm with you. I, I see them winning the series in six. Mm-hmm. I do too. Well, there's your day. There's your uh, NBA update from the Tide Talk podcast. <laughs> Which I, I don't watch a lot of NBA besides the, the Hornets, and when they don't ever make the playoffs, I quit watching. So, <laughs> so yeah. uh, all right, guys. Well, we're going to head out now. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher. You know, you can pretty anywhere you find a podcast, you can find the Tide Talk podcast. So make sure you subscribe, leave us that five star review. Like I mentioned, jump in the comment section below on YouTube and give us your top five favorite players of the Nick 
Saban era. All right, Jake, let's head out. Before we do, let's give a roll tide. Roll tide. See you, bud. See you.